Hello, everybody. This is the We Like Sports podcast. My name is Daniel Cardenas, and I am here with your co-host, Christian Yegnazar. And we will be kicking off the the discussion pertaining to the NFL playoffs, the conference championship. It's an exciting week. We've been getting hyped up for the Saints-Rams, the Chiefs-Patriots matchups that we have going down Sunday. So... Yes, what are your sir. What are yes, your sir. It is the second greatest week of the year. The best week, of course, is the Super Bowl, um, the conference championships. This is when it gets interesting. Teams are one win away from a Super Bowl berth. Isn't that wow? This an entire year's work from the off season. GMs working hard. Um, free agents, the draft, and now it's down to this. The four teams, the the Kansas City Chiefs, New England Patriots, New Orleans Saints, and Los Angeles Rams. Wow, what a group of four. What a powerhouse um, of these four teams. Uh, absolutely, I'm excited. Are you excited, Daniel? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. These have all been really high-powered offenses. A lot of people predicted most of these teams to make it this far they've you know kept up to their one and number two seeds so so far they're living up to the hype i think yeah i'm excited to see what happens absolutely and so before we give you our detailed analysis of each matchup um we want to give you a little bit of our thoughts on a somewhat controversial topic in the nfl these past couple years um which is the pro bowl uh to give some context, the Pro Bowl is obviously played with <clears throat> some of the best players in the NFL with the fan vote as well as another vote. I don't really, I'm not really sure. I'm not too sure. I'm not too uh, it doesn't really matter. See, that's part of the problem right. um, is that it doesn't matter and players don't really play and it's kind of just a joke of a game. Um, there's been attempts to try and fix it in the past by doing a draft. Uh, they've gone back now to the NFC AFC format. What do you think, Daniel? Um, I like the idea of having a draft, kind of like the NBA did this last last season mm. with LeBron and Steph Curry picking their teams. I think that'd make it a little more fun to watch. Um, to me, the Pro Bowl is just boring to begin with. I don't want my players risking any in- injury. I I think that having a game that no one really tries in really isn't going to last that long in terms of just viewer engagement. It's not going to work in the long term. And so that's why we're seeing this decline. I think if we could get players more more, more involved, more more interested in playing in a competitive like nature, in a competitive way, I think that that'll... that'll really increase viewership at the end of the day yeah so i'm just asking i'm having a conversation with uh our producer when i actually did the pro bowl the when did the pro bowl start so the pro bowl started in uh so the so the super bowl the super bowl era of the nfl started in 1967 um and the first pro bowl was played in 1949 which was actually in the all-america football conference so the pro bowl actually has roots Earlier than the Super Bowl. Isn't that crazy? Thank you, producer, for that information. Um, so to think that to think that the uh, the Pro Bowl has a limited lifespan is almost uh, 
that's something I also thought. I'm like, there's no way this can keep going. But it's almost of an urban myth because it's been around longer than the Super Bowl, than our beloved Super Bowl. Um, that being said, it is a boring. <laughs> it's really boring. It's <laughs> Like, I watch it every year um, because I have nothing better to do that weekend, usually. And I'm like, let's just turn on the Pro Bowl. Let's see Drew Brees go to work against these uh, little kids. Um, every year it disappoints. I, I have to say, there's not, like, one... I cannot... If you ask me to name, like, one, like... I don't know who won last year. Do you know who won last year? I have no idea. Uh, I can't even... I don't recall... I recall actually one highlight of the Pro Bowl ever in my entire life. Do you recall any? No. So the one I recall is actually one play where I forget who the defender was, but he absolutely lit somebody up. Like, absolutely just, like, crushed. It was hilarious, actually. Uh, I'm asking the producer to pull up the clip so I can show my co-host, Daniel... No, uh, yeah, it's just that, I mean, I've watched football for, like, what? Oh, it was Sean Taylor. Of course it was Sean, Sean Taylor. Taylor. Look at this. All right, we're, we're about to watch the clip. <laughs> that man is... <laughs> oh, my God. That man is dead. <laughs> that is... This I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, so that is actually one of the play. hardest hits I've ever seen in my life. And it was in the Pro Bowl. Um, so, but how can we incentivize players to play like hard? Do we, or do we even want players to play hard? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, why? What's the What's the purpose of the Pro Bowl? What's the purpose of the NBA All Star Weekend? Then I mean, there isn't that right. <laughs> I don't think there's a point in having an All Star game as well. That's fair. I just want these guys to play, just for their team, the regular season playoffs. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, they're getting paid for doing that. So, all of this extra stuff, I think it should just be like a skills competition just to, you know, have some bragging rights and that's it. I don't I don't think a, a, a game is necessary. No, I... Uh, huh. I See, this is where my, my problem is. Like, I what if, what like... if you play, right? Yeah, Breeze under center. Next thing you know, Sean Taylor comes. Well, it's not that time, but like, let's say we have right. a guy like Sean Taylor come not... and knock him out, and he can't play the next year. It's like, well, Breeze really. I mean, well, sure he gets no, paid an extra million or two to play for the Pro Bowl, right? But he's gone the whole right. Rest of the Absolutely, season. I think. I think. What do you What do you think of the idea of putting it kind of like All Star Weekend or the MLB? Um, all-Star, whatever it's called, uh, in the middle of the season, almost as a uh, extended bye week, or a middle-of-the-season bye week. I don't know. I mean, to me, that gives an advantage to, like, the middle-tier teams who don't really have, like... I agree, actually. Guys who really stand out, and then next thing you know, they make a run just because everyone else is already playing. Yeah, so they didn't get a rest, gets, and those yeah. all guys get to rest and prepare. I agree, actually. That was a terrible... That's, I'm interested to thought. I've heard, I've heard a couple columnists write about that um but yeah that's the pro bowl not much and you have, do you have anything else you want to mention say choice words for roger goodell i don't like you roger goodell i actually really don't like roger goodell <laughs> he's one of the worst people i mean i mean yeah I mean, but that's nothing to do with the pro- i mean it does a little bit but a little bit anyway yeah. anyway should we get should we get into these juicy and I mean absolutely juicy matchups. Sure. 
Yeah? All right. What are we going to start, AFC? Yeah, let's do AFC. Because we all know the NFC is better. So let's just start. Start bad and good. That's what I like <laughs> to say. Um, Daniel, AFC, or should Chiefs versus Patriots. Right. Belichick versus Reed. Mahomes right. versus Brady. Right. Who do you like and why? I like the Patriots here. Mm. It's it's definitely going to be tougher for him this time around. Um, Andy Reid, he's had their number, especially that defense's number for the past four or five matchups. It's unreal how many points they give up to the Chiefs. And then now having Patrick Mahomes instead of a guy like Alex Smith, they're really going to go off. But at the end of the day, I like the experience. I like having Brady and Belichick there. Wow. Scheming against them. I think I think they're ready for them this time. They know they can do it. They've beaten them before, just earlier this season. So I think I think I think they'll win a close game. The Patriots will win? Yeah. Interesting. What are So this is where I struggle. I picked against the Chiefs last week. A few weeks ago, I picked. I picked after Kareem Hunt went down that the Chiefs um, would lose out. Um, and every single time I picked against them, they've proven me wrong. So I'm actually gonna go ahead and take the Chiefs in this one. I think, and this is the reason why. I think Damian Williams is actually turning into a really great running back um, for the Chiefs. Who knew? Uh, I think it's a perfect complement to their offensive play style. And the way Andy Reid calls plays for Patrick Mahomes, because Patrick Mahomes is the focal point of that offense. And Damian Williams complements that nicely. Um, but I think the real key here is the maturation of Patrick Mahomes. And we can, if we look back at some of the key losses early in his career, so that's like the two that I'm speaking of um, are the New England Patriots and then the Los Angeles Rams. What are the common theme we've seen in both those games? Uh, very close games throughout. High scoring, um, showcasing Mahomes' ability to lead a prolific offense. Um, even in times of crisis where they're down or even in uh, super high-pressure situations. But towards the end of those games, he kind of choked, I have to say. Would you agree? I'd say so. Threw some picks, dirty picks. um, didn't look too sharp, or didn't not that he wasn't sharp. He just was not confident in his in his decision making and really tried to push that ball a little bit more than he should have, which is natural. He's, this is his first year starting in the National Football League. It's natural. Um, he's about to win MVP, and I think he has grown. And I don't think he makes those mistakes. Round two, definitely not at home in Arrowhead. I don't. I just don't see him throwing uh, three or four picks, however many he threw against the Rams, uh, ever again. He knows that he doesn't need to push it down the field. He has those mid tiers, and now he has Sammy Watkins back, who's actually, although he doesn't have that much production in his stat line, he provides such great value to that Chiefs offense because he provides room um, for Tyreek Hill to work. Uh, I don't know exactly the stats, but Tyreek Hill's stat lines have been exponentially better with with Sammy Watkins drawing away double coverage um, from Tyreek. Once upon a time, Sammy Watkins was like one of the best receivers in the NFL with the Bills. Um, so I don't know. The Chiefs' O is a lot for me, and it's really tough to bet against Brady and Belichick. But I think that's what I'm I'm doing right now. <laughs> 
No, yeah. Um, the Chiefs' offense didn't really impress me against the Colts. Didn't um, or did? No, they didn't. No. What was, the, they what put was up, the final score? I don't even think they got to 30. I don't know about that. I mean, unless it was during garbage time, but I don't think they I mean, got the whole to, game was garbage they time. They got to 31. It was 31. They didn't need to put up points. It's 31-30. I, I just... Wasn't it a one-score game? And then they pulled away late? No. They scored 14 in the first quarter. And it was 24... It was 24-0, to zero, and then they had the blocked punt for the touchdown. So they actually... The Colts did not score an offensive touchdown in this game. Interesting. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't look like that convincing. Of Actually, just kidding. Me. They did, but it was a garbage but, um, time. Yeah, and then to me, it was just surprising to watch the Patriots just destroy the Chargers. That was I actually that like, was very surprising. I felt like the Chargers had a better defense than the Chiefs all season long, but I mean, we'll yep. see what happens. We'll see what happens with the matchups. To, yeah, to me, the thing that was actually the most surprising. Um, was that absolutely terrible, like, really, really bad Chiefs defense. Like, I don't know where they rank in the league. Um, where do they rank, producer? Uh, the Chiefs? Yeah. Or, yeah, can you look it up, producer? <laughs> producer. Uh, where the Chiefs ranked in defense. They were not a good defense. I believe they were the bottom of the NFL in run defense, allowing 5.1 yards per carry. Um, I believe. Oh no, that's the that was the Rams. The Rams is the worst in run defense, allowing five point one yards per carry. Um, but no, the Chiefs have just had a terrible defense, and the downfall of every single one of them game their games is our defense let up forty points. Um, yeah, twenty four. Twenty fourth. That's yeah, not good, not good at all. Um, they came to play against the Colts. I was shocked. And I don't know if that's Andy Reid, uh, bef- like, at, after a bye week, like, that kind of magic, voodoo, whatever, whatever Andy Reid, gumbo, chicken noodle soup, whatever he eats before bye weeks. Um, probably, like, burgers and fries, more or less. Um, but... <laughs> Do they have an ice cream machine? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, but their defense came to play. I was really genuinely surprised against Andrew Luck, who's been on fire. Um... I think it was against an overrated Colts team, but the Chiefs are... I'm betting on that offense, but weirdly that I'm saying this is I believe in that defense a little bit. D4, Justin Houston. Um, I'm excited. This is going to be a really great game. It'll be up to... Obviously, end of the day, it'll be Chiefs offense versus Patriots defense, which decides the game for me. Um but the Chiefs D is a uh, X what type of defense do they run? I think do they like doing man zone? What type of defense do you know? To be honest, I don't know. Like the Chargers ran a lot of zone, and they even told them that they were going to run zone. Yeah, the they Chargers just, them just apart. Chargers. You cannot run zone against Tom Brady. It's just not. Yeah, it will not work. Like I think he targeted Julian for like. It was disgusting. It was. I just that was. Just, I think that was a really poorly coached game. I don't know how you don't make adjustments and say, like, okay, we need to go man cover two up top or something else. Um, yeah, it was terribly coached. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Um, yeah, that was really sad. I was expecting the Chargers to make some noise. Bummer. They always do this, though. Uh, so sad for them. <clears throat> yeah, the Chiefs, I don't know what they run. I would imagine they run some variation, some, like, 
mix of man and zone. Um, I know they like to blitz. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that Pato line can hold up against the blitz. Right. But. I mean, it, we'll see. We'll I think see. another another key matchup, uh, or another key back. For me, what's, do you have any X factors in this game? Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle. For the Pats. Mm. Yep. Um, Wasn't he the X factor last week? For the Chiefs, it's Tyreek Hill. Wow. Just mm-hmm. breaking loose. It doesn't even have to be like a 70-yard touchdown run. As long as you could get a couple, you know, 20, 20 30-yard catches, that'll be really important mm. at the end of the day. Just or, third and long, like how the, the Rams, or was it? No. It was the, it was the, the Eagles. The Eagles game, That right? was their downfall. Third and long. For me, I think the X Factor uh, has to be... Sorry, our producer... Needs to turn on silent. Producer, can you turn on your silent? All right. Thank you. All right. For me, the X factor is um, for the Chiefs is Damian Williams. Okay. I think if the Chiefs had Kareem Hunt right now, we would be saying, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm taking the Chiefs to the Super Bowl and probably even winning it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So if Damian Williams has a game today, or I mean tomorrow, wow. I think they're going to be hard to stop. I think that offense is going to be hard to stop. I don't think, I think, it's like you get into a shootout with a matured Patrick Mahomes playoff win under his belt. I just don't think you're beating that team. Yeah, Too many weapons on offense, um, especially if Damian Williams is firing on all cylinders. That means you have Damian Williams to think about. You have Tyreek Hill to think about. You have Sammy Watkins to think about. Oh, yeah, did I forget the best tight end in the National Football League, Travis Kelsey, to think about? Um, yeah, that's not a formula you want to um, go up against, especially if they have a running back. Right. Um, so that's that's my X Factor on the Chiefs. For me, the Patriots' X Factor is Rob Gronkowski. Um, if Gronkowski can put together some... If he can look even just a little bit like his old self, the Patriots are saying, look, we're ready for a shootout. We're going to cook you with our tight end. You have no one to match up against this man. Um, don't put him on defense, Bill, but <laughs> keep him on the offensive end. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I like Gronk. I don't think he'll have like that much of an impact offensively. No, I, I mean, As no. As a run blocker, I think it'll be he'll be like one of the more important guys. That's how they really pick the part of the, chi- the Chargers. Right, no, no. So I'm saying yeah. I, I don't think he's going to be like the key. I think if he performs well, though, that that is, he's a major X factor for me. But hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Alrighty, should we move on to the more intriguing matchup? The NFC, the Eagles, the National Football the Eagles Conference, lost to the Saints, and then Cowboys lost to the Rams. So now it's come down to these two teams: the Rams at the Saints in New Orleans, the greatest city that exists. This side of the Atlantic, uh, basically in America, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, what do you think? I know, obviously, audience, to our uh, hundreds of thousands of viewers, um, we, uh, <laughs> if you don't know, I'm, I am a New Orleans Saints fan, so I am a little bit going to be biased. Um, but I'm going to really try and be as objective as I possibly can during this segment. Um. Yeah. That being said, Daniel, who do you have and who do you like and why? I like the Saints a lot. They should win this game. 
But I'm, I think I'm going to end up taking the Rams. I just saw too much against my team last week that I don't think the Saints can stop them. Like, it was unreal. It's unreal how effective they can run the ball, even without Gurley. With C.J. Anderson, that man just went off. And when I watched the Eagles and Saints game, I just... Too many mistakes early on. And then the Saints just, I don't know. They weren't convincing. I think the offense has kind of taken a step down. They haven't really impressed me at all. So I believe in the Rams defense. I believe in Tlaib. I believe in all these guys to stop the Saints from putting up a lot of points. Yeah. Um, this Now this hurts, I have to say. This we beat the Rams earlier in the season. Um, we've all heard the stories. It's really hard to beat a team twice. Uh, right. So it just hurts. Uh, that being said, I don't think either of these teams is the same team that played in Week Nine. I think it was Week Nine, right? Yeah, the the, the Rams were eight and zero. The Saints were six and two. Yeah. Um, the reason I say that is the Rams' offense did not have C.J. Anderson, which is actually a key component. I think without C.J. Anderson, the Cowboys are in the uh, champion, uh, the conference championship right now. Um, and they also used to have Cooper Cup. So that's two like key players that completely has changed their complexion of that offense. Uh, one is gone, one is now here. Um, that changes the entire dynamic of that offense. So I don't think it's the same offense for the Rams. Defensive side, I don't think it's the same defense for the Rams either. They're absolutely atrocious. I mean, they still are against the run, except for some, like, what? how many yards of uh, were the last week running yards? Did they defend well against the run? Yeah, I don't they, know. They didn't. It was just bad. We, we won't talk again. about it. We won't talk about it. Yeah. Um, no, but <clears throat> point being is Aqib Talib was injured for six weeks. Now he's back, and he's been playing. I think he has, what, I want to say 79 and a half uh, rating on Pro Football Focus, which is, I think, number three for tight ends during that span since he's come back. Um, and so that defense is now actually, like, the the, the secondary is kind of good. And Aqib Tlaib is one of those physical cornerbacks, has experience, won the Super Bowl with the Broncos. Um, but if we go now to New Orleans... They're also a different team. Uh, they didn't have Ted Ginn when they played the Rams. Um, Michael Thomas was squaring up against Marcus Peters, and we all know how that ended. It ended in gumbo talk for Marcus Peters because he got cooked. <laughs> he was cooked thoroughly that game. I promise you we are not going to see a lot of number 22 on number 13 uh, come tomorrow. Um, Sean McVay needs to know better. Or Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips is the DC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wade Phillips knows that number 22 is nowhere near number 13. <laughs> um, but the Saints' defense is the storyline here. The Saints' defense actually has been, believe it or not, the number two uh, um, defense in terms of points allowed, turnovers, um, yards, I don't know, no, not yards, points allowed in turnovers, um, and sacks actually since that Rams game, and you know, and number one was the Bears. So the Saints' defense is something a flip switched. They're playing really well. 
They're the reason they beat the Eagles. Marshawn Lattimore came up clutch with one pick, first of all, to turn off the momentum for the Eagles, and then another pick to seal the game. The Saints' defense is playing out of their mind. The Eagles didn't score a point in all of three and a half quarters after scoring 14 in two successive drives. Yeah, my problem is just that they still could have won. <laughs> no, no. So I'm saying no. I'm, I'm yeah. saying that the, the evolution of both those teams. No, yeah. So the Saints' defense has gotten better. However, the Saints' offense has gotten worse. Yeah. I think. Um, so it'll be really fascinating to see. Um, my pick is actually going to be for the Rams. I do think the Los Angeles Rams will win this game, um, which hurts like so much to say. <sighs> Are you sure you just don't want to just jinx? Well, no, I picked the Saints to win last week. And so now you're picking the Rams. Right. No, I'm, I'm in, in terms of my picks, I am being objective. Okay. Um, I do think, and this is, let me tell you why. I think the Rams, the matchups are just, I can't think of a single matchup that's in favor. I can think of one. It's just Alvin Kamara. I think there's no one that matches up against him uh, in the Rams' defense. Otherwise, I think it's going to be really tough for the Saints. I think Aqib Tlaib, Marcus, uh, Michael Thomas, of course, is an absolute beast. Um, but in history, in, in, in recent history, he's shown that he's been vulnerable to very physical defenses, as evident in the Cowboys. He played absolute. I mean, he did not have a good game uh, in, against Dallas. Um, and Aqib Tlaib is one of those cornerbacks who's playing at the top of his level right now. Um, so that's, that's a major shut. That's not good. I can tell you that. There's our one receiver. Ben Watson is questionable. Keith Kirkwood is out. We don't have a lot of weapons on that offense. Um, so I, I just don't... So it's just going to be up to that. And then Aaron Donald and Dominic Sue just like decided to show up all of a sudden, finally in the run game last week. Um, I don't know, man. It's scary. Our offensive line played terrible against the Eagles. The Rams have a better defensive line than the Eagles, I think. Um, even though Fletcher Cox and Michael Bennett are having outstanding seasons, I think Aaron Donald is just like another level. Um, in terms of the Rams' offense, I don't know what happened to C.J. Anderson, or how much he's on, how many roids he's on, or something. But dude, this man is eating turkey and taking steroids and running hard, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like. I mean, it's it's it is it's it's crazy. I, I, yeah, I it's crazy. It. He's a big dude, and we lost Sheldon rankings. Who's a top defensive tackle in the National Football League, and he's gone now. Tore his Achilles last week. I just don't like. I'm not liking these matchups. Um, yeah. Who are your X factors? So we're both taking the Rams. So I'm saying Rams Chiefs Super Bowl, um, which I think the National Football League wants. I wouldn't. I don't think you would be surprised if that's the result come uh, tomorrow night. I wouldn't be surprised if any, uh, who, anyone can win. Anyone could win, but I think anyone. I would be least surprised with the Rams Rams Chiefs just because of that really good shootout they had. Um, and fans like offense. Offense gets viewers. It's sad, but that's the reality. Uh, yeah, but who are your X Factors for tomorrow? For both? For both like games? No, no, no. The Rams, the Rams, Rams Saints. Saints. For the Rams, I think... I think on the defensive side, I think 
Um, Talib. I think Talib's going to be the X Factor. I don't. I think Peters. I think he's going to get burned again. Yeah, I just think it'll he's happen. He's just not good. So he think, ranks seventy fourth out of eighty three. Uh, uh, Talib, Talib is going to have to hold up his end. Though. And then um, on the offensive side, I think CJ. I think he's the guy. I mean, Gurley is going to get his yards, but I think CJ is the X factor there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Gurley, I don't think Gurley's. I think Gurley's like 70% healthy. Yeah. Maybe 80% now, but still not fully. And then um, for the Saints, I just think it's the run game. If they can control the game. Kamara and Ingram, I think that'll be it. It's going to be close. It's going to be really close. You think? I hope. Um, and if it's close, I like the. I will take the ball in Drew Brees' hands every single day. Um, two minutes just, left to play, down by seven, six, three, whatever. I'm I'm taking it uh, with Drew with the ball in his hands. What are you going to say, Daniel? I just think that the Rams winning that playoff game kind of took off some of the pressure. And I think McVay is going to feel a lot more comfortable Which this pre- time. Uh, against the just, Cowboys? Just the pressure of, yeah, just winning. Just having these expecta- expectations of just winning. Mm-hmm. So I think... I think we're going to see a lot of... a lot of trickery this time around. I think... I wouldn't be surprised to see a few fake punts. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Sean McVay wants to go for it on fourth and short. I just think that's the type of person he is. Well, I'm, I mean, I think the, I'm the type of person Sean Payton is more than Sean McVay. Sean McVay is the idiot that decides to pass when you're trying to run the ball down because he wants to be aggressive. No, yeah. I think he's still... But I do think that confidence helps. We'll see. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. I think I'm super... I'm very, very excited, actually. Yeah. Because I actually, like, we we both made picks, but I think either. Anyone could win. So, I mean, yeah. I either. think it's going to be a Pats-Rams Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't think it'd be the most entertaining thing in the world, because honestly, I think the Pats would destroy the Rams. You do. I think the I Rams think, would destroy the Pats. I think it's over. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if the Rams win, we get a, we get a uh, parade. Right. I think the most entertaining matchup would be the Chiefs-Saints. I think it would. I genuinely. I mean, do two guys trying would. to get the MVP. We got so many storylines there. Yeah. So many storylines. Ah, oh, that is frustrating because I do think the Rams are gonna win. Uh, my X factors are um, Tyler Davidson and David Onyemata on the Saints. So those are the two defensive tackles. If they can play well, um, I think if they can, if the Saints live up to their billing as the number two run or number one or number two run defense in the National Football League, they have a great shot at taking this win. Um, especially with a heavy dosage of CJ Anderson, a power one cut back, it's super key that that defensive line, um, if CJ if it looks like a power O to the right, they stay where they are because uh, and wait for that cutback because CJ is looking for that cutback lane. Uh, when I played ball back in the day. Um, that's the kind of offense we run and as a line you're just trying to open the hole so the running back can see those cutback lanes and then he's gone five ten yards 20 yards and that's how cj anderson runs then you have todd Gurley, who's an outside so the, the rams in general are an outside run uh, an outside like more of an outside run scheme team um so they can do both now that is a scary thing um 
very scary thing. And CJ Anderson has something to prove, right? Yeah. Cut by the Broncos. Uh, went to the uh, where? Where did he go? To the pa- the Panthers, right? Um, where did he go first? I think it was the Panthers. Yeah. And he was cut by the Panthers. Uh, went to the Raiders. Cut before even playing a snap. Um, signed by the Rams and he's balling out. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's Saints defensive keys, offensive keys for the Rams. I think it is just a heavy, heavy dosage of run. And I think Sean McVay needs to stay with that run game and not get away from it early, even if they do take a early if they don't if they um even if the Saints do take an early lead, just because I don't think I think the run game is I just don't think the Saints have the defensive line depth anymore that they used to. So I would keep wearing that front down. Saints offensive keys, it's gonna be all about Ted Ginn and Traquan Smith. Ted Ginn and Traycon Smith, if they can work on the Marcus Joyner and, um, what's his name, Marcus Peters. Saints have a great shot at winning. Um, defensive keys for the Rams is if you can shut down Michael Thomas, you will win the game. That's, yeah, that's, that's like, 100%. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you hold Michael Thomas under 50 yards, um, you're going to win this football game. I think that's what it comes down to for the Rams. Um, yeah, if they have to like, triple cover him at times, I'd do it. If you, I mean, he's the only weapon. That's it, yeah. That's so, all you need to do. Yep. Well, so that is our coverage of the National Football League Conference Championships. Um, and before we sign off, we at, we here at We Like Sports uh, Podcast always end our show with something we like to call hot takes. Not only we don't we're not the only people that call them hot takes. Yeah. Just to clarify, uh, a lot of people call them hot takes, <laughs> but we're gonna give them to you right now. Our super spicy, hot mommy takes. You got anything for us today, Daniel? I know it's getting tough with four teams left. It's not much. Tough. Not much hotness that you can uh, go for. But what do you got? All right, I think. <sighs> I'll, okay. Oh, I don't want to be too... Extreme. You don't want to be too hot? I think I that... think you should go... Or give us two. Give us the spicy one and then, like, mild. Um, give us both. Right. Um, I'll just go with, with one. Um, okay, on the Pats, the Pats-Chiefs game, I think the Pats are going to have 200 yards rushing against the Chiefs <laughs> like defense. 200 yards? 200 yards. Like, I think, yeah. Well, between Sonny Mitchell and James White? Yeah. Wow. I think, yeah. I just think they're going to go off, and that's what they're going to need to win this game. So, yeah. I mean, it sounds a little bit out there, but I think 200 yards, it's possible. Was that your super spicy one? I think so, yeah. What was the other one? Well, <laughs> I think on the for the other game, the, the Rams and the Saints. Yeah, well, I'll come up. We'll both do hot takes for each game, so. I think that the Rams are going to shut out the Saints the first half. <laughs> Not a single point scored, <laughs> which is a little crazy too. And you picked? Oh no, you picked the Rams. Okay. Just because what I saw against the Eagles, like that, just I, I could easily see that happening again this time around. So. No, yeah, well, the Saints' offense is better than the Cowboys' offense. Yeah, but I I don't know. We'll see. I think the Rams, the defensive line, is a lot better than the Eagles' defensive line. Yeah, we already beat the Rams, though. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) 
I am so the we'll one. See what happens. I am the one that said they are two different teams. <laughs> no, um, but what do you think? What do you think? What are your hot takes? All right, my hot takes are that the Chiefs. Um, my hot takes are the Chiefs are gonna blow out the Patriots. What's a blowout to you like? 20 plus points. 20? So you think, what's the score? Like, I'm thinking like 45 to 21. 45. <laughs> That's a lot of points. I don't think it's abnormal for this team to put up that many points. 45 to 21. Um, heard it here first. Chiefs are going to blow out the Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to suffer a little bit of the same syndrome that the Colts did, that they're actually not that good of a team. Um, yeah. Um, and an arrowhead, I just like it. I like that matchup. I really like it. Um, and I've had enough of picking against the Chiefs and screwing up. So that's the Chiefs-Patriots uh, hot take. And my hot take for the Rams-Saints game is that Michael Thomas will go for 150-plus yards. I could see it. I could see you it. could, really. I could see it. I think if that happens, the Saints will win. No, but yeah, they'll win, yeah. The, the hotness of this take is that he goes for 150 yards, two touchdowns, and the Saints lose in a nail-biter, uh, like 33-30. to 30. Right. I think he could get 100 easily. But I think it'll be hard. I think Sean Payton is going to have a lot of design plays to get Michael Thomas open. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We will see. Those are my hot takes. Um, anything else you want to add about this week? Just yeah, say it so much. if it just in case it happens, then we can say we said it before it happened and we are geniuses. Um, sure. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. What? You, <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Tom Brady gets knocked out of the game. Oh my! <laughs> so if I predicted that Brady gets knocked out, I think that's the only way. They Get win. out of here. So yeah, I'm predicting that's the only way. That's my excuse if the Patriots lose. Tom Brady gets knocked out. So yeah. Uh okay. Well, I'll save Drew Brees. Actually, I can't. I'm knocking on wood. I can't even say that madness. Um, no, I don't really have anything else to say except long live the Saints. Uh, long live New Orleans. Long live Champagne. Long live Drew Brees. Long live. I'm gonna go through the entire team. Actually, you want to hear a funny anecdote? Sure. So I recently had an MRI for my shoulder, right? <laughs> um, and usually I don't know. Have you ever gone an MRI before? No. I don't recommend. <laughs> Um, but so you basically go in this tube and usually they give you music. I, this is my second one. So they usually give you music to listen to. Sure. This time they didn't give me any music. So it was just like headphones. Cause the, the machine is really, it's like, it's so loud. So I go in there and like the tube is like right here on your face. It's like super close to your face. It's like an inch off your face and your entire body. And I'm like, what am I? And I was in the tube for an hour. I'm like, what am I supposed to do for an hour? <laughs> so I just go through the entire New Orleans Saints roster over <laughs> The entire 53-man roster. <laughs> That's, like That's how much of a loser. <laughs> That's 
basically, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? All right, let me just go through the 53-man roster for the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it. I was successful. I got all 53. Um, I know there's some turnover with those last, like, four or five, but, like, the most recent 53-man I actually did get. I was quite happy. It took me, like, it took me, like, I was able to go through, like, starters real quick, and then the, the second, the, 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 like, the backups, it took me a little bit longer. It took me, like, 15 minutes, and then I was like, what am I supposed to do for the next 35 minutes in this two? But anyways, besides that, <laughs> All right. um, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, unless you have something else to add. No, that's pretty much it, yeah. All right, well, signing off from the University of Southern California, we just beat UCLA. Oh, we beat UCLA. Yep. We not we obliterated UCLA and quote unquote basketball school UCLA. Um, we just destroyed them in basketball. But yeah, no, we are. My name is. This is uh, for Daniel and for Christian. Uh, this is We Like Sports Fantasy. Uh, not fantasy. This is We Like Sports podcast where we talked about football and sports because we like it a lot. Um, signing off. Hope you have a great Saturday evening um, and a wonderful Sunday morning of football. Um, go Saints. We'll see you in the Super Bowl, baby. Alrighty. Bye. Peace. <laughs>